uh, welcome to my Xbox and me episode 299.5. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Matt P. Video. Matt, how are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Good to see that we managed to squeeze another one in before 300. Good to see. Dude, just dates are difficult to work with sometimes. You know how it is. You know uh, how it is. I'll talk about it in a second. And of course, the one and only joining us as usual. Too fresh crash. Crash hour. I'm doing good. Oh, wow. There's a like little bit of energy like there. Was a, hey, a little bit of a step there. I appreciate it. I did, I did it. that for you. I did so, that for you. <laughs> of course, this week, technically... So, let's, let's get all the cards out on the table, right? We have done bonus episodes of my Xbox in May for the five years we've been doing this. So, mm -hmm. we've done way over 300 episodes anyway. And I've yeah. also done a two episodes... 200 and... I think we did a 245... Four... No, 240... 9.9.5. I think we did that before for Greg Miller. The same thing has happened. So I'll be honest, it's my fault. So we were sorting out the podcast. Matt was like, yo, if you cleared it with the guests, they could do it at the time that we're doing it, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll figure, I'll look at it. And I literally didn't even message the guest. I literally just looked at the message and was like, I'm a week out. Ah, damn it. It was. It was E3 that messed us up, though, because we were we were like, do we do a proper episode for E3? Do we need to do more than one episode for E3 so that we can land the guests when we wanted? Yep. And that's what messed us up. So Yeah, it messed us up big time. But this is episode 299.5. Next week, we should have a special guest. And if it's just the three of us, I've messed up again. I apologize. <laughs> um, if you don't know what my Xbox and me is, my Xbox and me is our weekly Xbox podcast here on YouTube.com slash my Xbox and me and all podcasts services if you want the show early head over to patreon.com slash mc fixer if you'd like to watch the show live as we record it you can now because that is all set up hence why we have moved our date everything is all working we are all together we now have changed our date you will not notice a difference uh people picking it up on itunes spotify wherever you listen to the show youtube but for us we are recording it way earlier which will probably mean you're going to end up getting more episodes out of us, if I'm being totally honest. Because news is going to drop on Friday, it's going to be big Xbox news, and we're going to have to cover it and do an extra episode. That's, what the, that's the way things are going to go around here from now on, alright? So, that's it. If you don't like it, take it out with somebody, but not me. Don't tweet at me, alright? <laughs> don't tweet at me. Um, let's give a shout out to our Patreon producers this month. We have the one and only FNH Paul, who I will be meeting up with tomorrow. Hmm, there you go. Hmm. Meeting up with Paul tomorrow. We're going to go get some dinner or some lunch. I don't know what he wants to do. I'll be honest with you. And a couple of drinks. And uh, yeah, before he flies back over to America and I never see him again. So I'm uh, going to go and see him and someone who I won't be getting to see, unfortunately, is the one and only Aaron Guard. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Now, I've got a topic of the show, but I generally feel like, lads, we have to speak about last week's episode. So... Sure. Where would you like to start? I think the best place to start from my perspective. So, number one, I'd like to apologize to anyone who listened to last week's episode because the audio was atrocious because of me. 
absolutely my fault. I messed up. I turned Crash up halfway through the episode because in my headphones he was really low. He wasn't actually low on the on the overall mix. So Crash sounds like he's blowing out people's eardrums. You sound at your normal level. I was low because I was just very tired. So my audio sounded low. So we was all over the place. My fault. I apologize for that. I didn't do the uh, the necessary things needed to balance everything out. So number one, I am sorry. I apologize, my Xbox and my audience. I am sorry. Nah. Number two. We got a question come in last week from the one and only Sarah Squid. Fantastic listener. Listens there each week and uh, gives us constructive criticism. And uh, I will need to kick up the butt sometimes. But coming with a fantastic question about the new box art about uh, Halo. And um, we, we all got a couple of tweets um, from some everyone listening, the My Xbox Me audience, saying, um, usually I'd let this slide, but <laughs> are you guys smoking something over there? Now, yeah. what I would like to say in my defense is I do not own an Xbox Series S. I only own an Xbox Series X. What I will say is somebody who has been covering Xbox, as long as I have, I made a rookie mistake. A rookie mistake. I I think we all made a pretty big mistake. Big mistake. I I agree. I got it in front of me every single day and I don't see a disk drive, but I don't get physical games anyway, so it's not something. So so people, if you stumbled upon this and you don't know what happened. Yeah. (sighs) We were comparing the two box arts of the last gen box arts, the new gen box art, and I made the stupid comment of like, hey, yeah, this is all well and good, it looks amazing, but it doesn't have the Series S logo on it. Which we all then had a conversation about, thought it was stupid and silly how the Series X logo is not on there, um, and yeah. obviously yeah. the Series S doesn't have a disk drive so that would be why the logo is not on there matt p how did you let this yeah. happen well look i'll be honest with you this isn't the first time i've let this happen i bought the uh all digital edition of the playstation 5 yeah and then ordered spider-man miles morales on disc like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> And so this is this is I mean there's prerequisite for this in my life like uh, like uh, yeah this has been something I'm doing I'm not totally used to the all digital future yet and I should be and I'm sorry to everybody who was wildly offended by the discussion last week um, I did go back and listen because I was like oh man who brought it up who was me the one it was me it was, me it was me it was me it was you it was I you know. but um but then yeah it's it's kind of cringe listening through that knowing that everybody was shouting at their device week screaming at us because we're just idiots as we went back and forth going it is strange isn't it why isn't it on there <laughs> yeah it was it like i say it, in my defense i do not have one sitting in front of me the way you guys do but as some as the host i have to after as the as the captain of the ship i will take I will, I will go down with my ship and i will say this was on me and i apologize i apologize my xbox and the audience if you were someone listening to that thinking you guys are absolute idiots um i'm sorry because plenty of people have reached out and be like, we love your insight we love this we love that and then we make a big gigantic <laughs> on everything that was a fart yeah. noise for everyone wondering crash how you been good i've been good i've been good we haven't smoked 
Oh, I'm tired, bro. Bro, I'm tired. I'm tired. Let me tell you, I'm tired. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I, I just, yeah, just very, very, Honestly, very tired. Ever since E3, I don't know what it's been. But hangover. Like, I go to E3 hangover. Just, yeah, I'm tired. The lack of hypeness destroyed us. Maybe. Maybe we would have been super energized if it was hype. That's what it would have been for me. Uh, Matt P, how That's are you? what it would have been. I'm good, man. I'm I'm feeling good actually. Yeah, I, I, yeah, a little bit of E3 hangover. Sure, I, I get that. I get that. I think that plays into that why we not were. Should be a thing for you. Yeah. <laughs> you were on holiday, Matt. You don't have no hangover. <laughs> you were rested. <laughs> as, as rested and recuperated as I felt after my holiday, I then spent like a full 24-hour period binging everything I missed, uh, which is probably they, not. They the weren't way much. To do it. They weren't much. So you're all right. Well, yeah. well I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, topic of the show this week, lads. I thought we would uh, go through what we've played this year, and we'd, we're six months into the year, halfway through the 22nd today as we record it, like literally halfway through the year. So uh, I just thought, why don't we have a little think, have a little discussion, and uh, just go through like, our game of the year so far. Before, don't let's not just rush to that, obviously. Um, some some noteworthy games that you've played this year, Crash, that came out this year as well, that will be included in the My Xbox and Me game of the year discussion. Do you have anything that sticks out in your mind? I'll be a hundred percent honest. Yeah. The only thing I played that came out this year that sort of sticks out is not even a game that came out this year, and that is Hive Busters. Wow. Hive you played? Busters. Yeah. I really. You played Second Extinction. That's that true. came out this year. But I don't know if I like. I'm thinking of games that like. So you want just any game? Uh, no, no, no. I w hey, you do you, big dog. I'm not here to tell you what to do. You know, I'm not your dad. Maybe yeah. I could be, but I'm not. Um, you know, like, you do you. You do you. Like, you're, you're a weird gamer. I'll be honest. You're, you're a weird gamer when it comes to... For someone who we have on a podcast and we have to do a Game of the Year discussion in six months' time... You're going to have to catch up so much, and then you're going to be like, oh, you always make me do this. Do, 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 do. It's like, I told you six always months ago to what? catch up. To I've, beat games. I've never once complained. You always make me do this. You always moans. Always no, moans. No, I don't. He does. That's absolutely he does. not true. That's so you didn't, so, okay, so you're saying a game like Knockout City, not on your list. No. Knockout City, Second Extinction. We do a top 10 list. list. Yeah. You haven't even beat 10 games, but those games don't make it on your list. Yeah, but this... So, Game of the Year uh -huh. is absolutely different from a top 10 list. Well, no, but that's what we do. We go from 9 to 10, and I'm just saying some games that you've played I this understand. year that made you a little bit happy, you know? Just that brought you some joy in life. Like, do you know what? You just stay there. Matt P, help me out here. Oh, harsh. I want to jump to Crash of Defense here. For me... um. Every like a game, this is the first year I've had Game Pass, and so well, I mean, when I got the Series S last year, I guess you know, but um, so for me, like every game that I've played on Game Pass is like brand new this year, and I know that doesn't count for the conversation that we're talking about, but stuff like Horizon, like I've put so many hours into Horizon uh, Four, uh, yeah, Forza, Forza Horizon, Horizon Four, four. Uh, yeah, 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 too many Fs, I was getting confused myself there, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I've put so many hours into that the last week, and that's like a game from 2016, and and I would be is that the best game i've played this year i don't i don't maybe not quite but um 
but yeah, but there's, there's a lot of interesting games that have been coming out. I was, I'm just looking at a list now, and I think Outriders is probably the one that sticks out to me as one that probably I could imagine slipping off the bottom of the list by the end of the year for me. But yeah. right now is it, pretty probably mid-table uh, if we're doing a top 10. Um, like I say, finished it just the other week and, and still going back to my mates and doing the end game content, which I think, like I said before, is far and away better than anything else that that game gives you for the first sort of you know, run of the game, the campaign of the game, if you like. Um, and yet, yeah, I think what the team have managed to do there in in kind of taking the looter shooter, which is quite worn out at this point, and saying, no, we're not going to do, you know, crazy amounts of DLC and, and make you buy in. It, well, I suppose we don't know what the future of Outriders holds yet, right? But they, so far. they pitched it very much as, yeah, exactly. They pitched it very much as this experience that is going to release. It's not only access, this is the experience and and... And that's what it's going to be. And so, um, yeah, just an interesting sort of left turn in, in kind of the way we've been seeing video games go with microtransactions and everything else. Um, and yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Still going back to it, which I'm surprised about. A game that I know I definitely wasn't hot on, and I know you guys grew into a little bit more, which was Biomutant. Do you think that's a game mm. that ends up in your top 10 for the year, Crash? I know that's the game you played and beat that. So yeah. do you think that makes your top 10? I think it could make it really low on the list, like a 10 or a 9 spot. Mm. Um, I like Looking back at it, I think I enjoyed it more than Outriders. Oh. And I think Outriders was a more polished game. I, yeah. I think like as far as like a whole package, Outriders was, you could probably say better, but I think I enjoyed my time in Biomutant better, more. Um, but I don't think it ended up incredibly, incredibly high, unless the second half of this year is dry. Well, second second half of the year is still it's weird because we've had E3, and I'm like yeah. now I'm looking from an Xbox point of view, right? And I'm and again exclusive games as well. And though we have a few, it's just not the big hitters that I think we would expect. Or one, we're still worried about Halo. Obviously, Halo being the biggest game that's going to come out of Xbox, um, which with them not putting a exact release date on it, doesn't fill anybody with joy or uh, confidence, unfortunately. I do think Halo comes out this year. If I'm, if someone asked so. me to put it up, put money on it, I would say yes. I think it would. So I think you've got that. You've got Horizon, Rare. Those are the two games I think will, will be ended up extremely high on our list. Um, and then there's a, lot of, there's a lot of smaller titles, like the Gunk and you know stalker 2 which i guess both of those are technically exclusives um and then we've got sure. to play them we've got to play them to find out exactly what they are right that's kind of that's kind of where we're at right now with uh xbox as a whole it's like we said this before and i said this on the podcast last week which was comparing sony and xbox is still unfair though xbox has game pass we know sony's quality of game already mm. we know how good their games are going to be i can't say that so much from their second party front though because they have they've technically published um some stinkers i would say sure there's there's definitely been some stinkers second party that they've published which that's all this is with xbox right it's just a second party uh sort of deal so yeah i think for me i the reason i bring this up mainly is i keep thinking about resident evil and I keep thinking, is that my game of the year so far? I I was very harsh on it, I think. 
Um, not that I didn't like it. I still thought it was a great experience and everything. And I said this time and time again, but it just didn't have enough Resident Evil in Resident Evil for me. Um, especially when you think of the ending of Seven sort of opens up like a, here we go. We're about to really dive deep into the lore of who this man is and all this other stuff. Um, <laughs> but the more and more I think about it right now, because I haven't finished It Takes Two yet. And I think if I had finished It Takes Two, that would 100% be Game of the Year for me. Like, I, I, everything that I've played so far of is take, It Takes Two screams to me Game of the Year caliber. Where are you at with it? Where, can you... I don't want to spoil it. Sure I don't want to spoil it at all. Yeah, so I'm still okay. I'm still relatively early on. Still relatively okay. super early on. How, like, how many I'm, hours do you think, roughly? Oh, two. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm still. Okay. That's what I mean. I'm still super, super, super early on. Super, super early on. But it's the the two hours that I've played so far are remarkable. And for mm -hmm. me, unless the game literally takes an extremely left turn, which Joseph Ferris, it definitely could. Um, I don't see a game beating it because of the experience I'm having with it. It's so it's a co-op game. It's meant to be played in co-op. It's an experience that it, it just brings me joy. You know, it just makes me smile. It makes me happy while playing it. The writing's good. The characters are interesting and fun. Everything about it from its opening two hours of what I've played is it screams to me it's a game of the year caliber game. So Obviously, I will get that done at some point. It's just my life. Is, my life has been super hectic. My fiance's life has been super hectic. So neither of us have... have you know when you get home from work, you're just like, I want to do... For me, especially, it's like, I want to do anything but play a game because I just stream for sure. eight hours straight. Um, and then for her, she's like, I just want to turn my brain off and watch dumb TV. And I'm like, yep, perfect. That's what I want to do as well. So we just haven't been able to get to that yet. But um, There I is something about a video game... Sorry, there is something about a video game that feels like a big commitment. I often mm. find, though, like, especially with something like It Takes Two, me and my girlfriend play through the whole thing together. Um, after the, you might have that feeling at the start, and then after 10 minutes of playing the game, you're just like, oh, this is really yeah. good. Like, I just want to keep playing it now. And so, But I do get it. It does feel like a bit of a extended commitment as opposed to just throwing Netflix on. We've had, like, a quiet beginning of the year, really. Yeah. Xbox especially. Definitely. Xbox especially. We've had such a quiet beginning of the year. So everything we're talking about is obviously going to be third party. I'm trying to think everything else that I've played. Um, a lot of bone like add-on content that I've like Dead mm -hmm. by Daylight, obviously, that add-on content. Apex has had its update, Call of Duty's had its update, which those go into a weird place with me when it comes to new game, right? Yeah, so I have uh, that's a good point because I have a question for game of the year this year. Will we be doing the games that continuous get continuous updates? So will an Apex be viable for Game of the Year? I know notoriously we haven't done that. Yeah. But the industry starting to change and games are starting to live longer and they start changing and evolving as time goes by. I think it'd be kind of unfair to knock those games out when they're still getting production. Yeah, I, I wonder if... I, I mean, the question... The answer is yes. I think if... Apex, Fortnite, uh, Rainbow Six Siege came out with a piece of content. I suppose the conversation to be had is Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves content has just dropped. Yeah. Like, we're all going to play it. That's something we all want to do. And it's like, huh. 
is that does do, do we rank that content as something different so it's like mm. it's cool to do e dash season four is the the yeah. new thing so that's what wins game of the year or apex Legends season whatever they're on or dead by daylight the resident evil expansion like those are things i guess that win game of the year not the game itself right or the a Fortnite event it, but for for something like that to win game of the year it needs to be absolutely remarkable right like that would need to be ridiculously good like but i could see it with sea of thieves like yeah. especially yeah. if, if you follow is the one yeah if you followed the podcast long enough you know how excited i was for sea of thieves to then how it didn't hit where i wanted it to hit now with this new content all i'm hearing is good things about it and like everyone seems to be excited, so maybe if there's enough there, then maybe yeah, it's a great question. Maybe, maybe Knockout City though. I think that's the other, the only other game that sticks out in my head where I'm like, I played probably about four hours the first day, which our rules are also on my Xbox. Me for people wondering if it's a battle royale game or a multiplayer only game, you need to play a game and win is like our thing that's that's so a battle royale it's play a game and win and that counts as you quote unquote completing the game um because yeah i just i find it what matt you disagree with that well only because i suck so bad at knockout city specifically <laughs> like like i feel like i've put enough time in the game to understand it and know it but i'm never gonna i mean maybe look i could find a group of people like you guys or, or whoever and they could drag me through well, to you didn't win one match and, I haven't won a single... I've won a match against the AI in, like, the training things, but I have not won <laughs> well, a single counts. match. That, 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 that counts. That counts. That oh, counts. That counts. Okay, cool. Yeah, that yeah. counts. Well, as, that long counts. As, as long as I can, so yeah, I get that, fired that, when we do our real Game of the Year prediction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that counts with me. Um, uh, go on, please. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say, there is there is sort of one game here that I think we're, we're kind of missing off, and... and I don't necessarily think it will make any of our lists by the end of the year, but it's worth chatting about. I think the medium, um, which did come out, did it come out this year or did it come out in December? Yeah, yeah, it's this year. Was yeah, that okay. this year? Panic them for a second. Panic them for a second. Beginning of this year, it was like um, January twentieth. Yeah, because like, you also right. have Hitman fix. Don't forget Hitman. You, did, you Bro! do also have Hitman, which uh, we will talk about at some what? point, I'm sure. But yo, Hitman's my game of the year so far. This happens literally every time we talk about this because we talked about this before. I thought, I this thought is around the, when you played This is two. the problem with January games. Yeah, I don't remember January games for me. I forget. And that because also the way I go back and look at all my games, right, is I go through my achievement list. So mm. I go through my achievement list and then go, oh, old, 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 old. And then like, I don't get that. And then, yeah. So yeah, oh yeah, I, for, I forgot all about I forgot all about so, Hitman. <laughs> very quickly before we go on to Hitman, because I'm yeah, sure you're yeah, 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 please. Like that. But the, the, the medium for me uh, was a game I really enjoyed, and, and I want to see more. Uh, I want to see the medium 2 get announced at some point or teased or whatever. Um, and, and look, it's not a perfect game by any means. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it'll end up making my top 10 list at the end of the year, but I could see a medium 2 making my top 10 list in three years or whenever it decides to come out if it comes I, out i think um, medium so. hits your top 10 list this year do you think yeah because Does i just hope right not you, i know you i understand you hope not but i'm saying what so you think there's another 10 games that have been announced that you are more interested in than what the medium is right now i don't think you're gonna find 10 games of that quality i don't think maybe I think so 
Maybe. I think so. I Far mean, Cry. It takes two. He already it, has that. It takes two. Oh, so Far Cry. What else have we got coming? Outriders. So, Go on, please. For me, it takes two and Resident Evil are probably competing for the number one spot in my game of the year, definitely so far. I think something I keep having to try and detract myself from, right, is like the experience of playing the game with other people versus is it just a good game, right? Like Outriders, I played with my my sort of oldest friends in the world. It is our version of going to the pub. Like yeah. we all live all over the country. And so it's, and that's what it is. And so like, is it mechanically a better game than anything else I've played this year? Probably not. Like, and, and I kind of feel the same way about It Takes Two, but It Takes Two's mechanics are phenomenal. Um, but the experience of playing that with my girlfriend is is something kind of beyond the game itself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to defend Outriders, I do think it is a catalyst for those moments to happen. Sure. Um, and while I do think that it being co-op helps a lot, I do think that the game being the game helps as well. Because if it was a horrible game, you guys wouldn't have stuck and played that. You guys would have went to Apex or Warzone or something. I only finished the game because Haley made me. You, are you Outriders? only finished? Outriders. No, no. Oh, oh the medium. The medium. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I kind of got off the medium. I'll, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell no, you no, what. No, no, I, no, I was checking if the medium came out this year, so that was in my head. So I apologize. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Made you yeah. No, my bad, my bad, my bad. No, Outriders, I enjoyed as much as I don't think it was a great story. I think it was the as a games of service, not games of service game. Um, it had yeah. an end game that worked. It had crossplay. It worked. Um, it was broken at the start, but it works. Um, it could be played alone. It, what, it, what it set out to do, I think it achieved. The, mm -hmm. I, I yeah, expected I more I from its story, but it just didn't happen in the end, which is a shame, which is a real shame, yeah. but that's life at the end of the day, right? It is indeed. It is indeed. But yeah, I, I definitely think there are enough games coming out towards the end of the year that could knock uh, the another, medium off for me. Another Forza game as well. You got that. Another, yeah, I, look, I, I, I'm pretty much guaranteeing that that's going to be in there for now for me, which is mind-blowing if you told me that at the start of the year. Uh, but yeah, like Back for Blood and, and I mean, Dying Light. I'm looking at a list now and kind of skeptical as to whether or not that'll actually happen. Far Cry no, 6. that's definitely happening. You got my, yeah. you got my stamp of approval, and it's definitely happening. All right, definitely happening. I'll see. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm looking, I'm looking at a list from January, right? We got for games that matter to the Xbox world. We got Chivalry Two, which just came out. Um, you got, see, it's a hard one. There's so much Star Wars Fallen Jedi, uh, Jedi Order, which is the update. See, we're talking about updates now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would that count? No, no, it's no, the no. next gen version. No, 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 no. No, I don't no, think no, no. that counts. I think it, needs it needs to be, to be new, content. new content. Or it yeah. needs to be like a remake. Got right? it. Okay. With like all like um, Resident Evil 2 type of remake, right? A remake, not a remaster. Yeah. Yep. I don't want to make it more complex, but do we do different categories? No. Do we say like, no. this is a live service game and therefore no. it's a different... Okay. Okay. Do, you, okay. do, do you know how hard this is to <laughs> put a podcast together as it is for it's the fair. three of us? Do you I see understand. what... Nope. You, it's you, like here's here's this long list of categories. Give me at least three hours. Three hour po one. three hour podcast on each category. No, 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 no. Um, I think that yeah. No, now now you've reminded me about Hitman, and I'm looking at this. I'm like, yeah, Hitman. Hitman's still my game of the year. Have you have you played it yet, Crash? 
have not. Okay, no. I'm, we're going to sort that out. We're going to sort that out. You have yeah, to yeah. play. Oh, you have to. It, it's definitely going to end up in my top 10. Um, in a year where a Resident Evil game came out, and it's probably going to be higher in my list than in MC's Fixers list, is crushing. No, it is. Guaranteed. <laughs> no, no, no. Guaranteed. Hitman is I, above Resident Evil. Guaranteed. Matt, it's not that crushing. It's not as crushing as you think. Fix, like this style of Resident you. Evil, I hate as you. not bad as it is, I hate you. and even great, you could say, is I not fixed style of Resident Evil. It's just not. Like, you should have been around for the Resident Evil conversations. Uh -huh. Fix was just so negative about the game. Because it wasn't what he wanted. Seven? Oh, dude. Yeah. You gotta think, if you didn't talk me into playing Seven again, I would still, to this day, be saying Resident Evil 7 is a trash game. Why? Yeah, I know. It's like it's, <laughs> I, I think it's absolutely. I think your reasons for not being a huge fan of it completely. Valid. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit too much. No, of course. It of is course. going to be the conversation around whatever Resident Evil Nine ends up being is going to be fascinating. I know what Resident, Resident Evil Nine is going to be exactly what it's going to be. Resident Evil Eight on steroids. Chris is going to be yeah, the, Chris is going to be the main character. They're going off to they're going off to to places. Yeah, good point. They're going <laughs> off to places. You know, like That's yeah. Spoiler. That's nah, they're going to go. Spoiler, they're going to go to a place. There you go. But yeah, I'm I'm looking down this list. If you it gun to my head, you say fix or what's your game of the year so far? I'm going Hitman Three. Crash gun to your head. You had to pick one game or debate. Dodgeball game. Not that you don't even know the name of. Not that <laughs> city. Have you really not played it? Probably be he Matt, he does one. this all the time, bro. He one, does yeah. this Look. all. He only plays League of Legends, Smite. I don't even okay. know how he's on the podcast. Do you know oh. the last time I played League of Legends, first of all? <laughs> <laughs> it was probably before COVID. <laughs> not even joking. <laughs> he's too busy playing Smite. He's gonna come. He's gonna say, "Joe, he's gonna come out with." He's gonna be like, um, "Oh yeah, that uh, that new Life is Strange DLC game of the uh, game of the year for Smite, definitely. That's what he's gonna be like, guaranteed." Life is strange, <laughs> strange, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. That's the one. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> that counts, right? <laughs> um, another one that we missed, it, which isn't on Xbox, so maybe we don't uh, include it. I don't know, but Valheim, which kind of took the world by storm at the beginning of the year, um, and it's not on I had Xbox. a fair bit of fun with, but. Yeah, but it's on PC, but it's not alright. It's not on Game Pass. It's it not on the Xbox on, app. It has to be on. Yeah, well, we, well, we fucking can't in the whole so Steam. Wait, wait, wait. We started, we can't in the whole Steam store now all of a sudden on my Xbox and me. No, this no, is no, why I don't let saying. people on the podcast, everyone. This is why. Because they've got PlayStation posters in the background. One of them don't play bloody games. The other one's a PlayStation fanboy. What am I working with here? Sick of it. Unbelievable. You mean I don't play games. So, I play Smite, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the game, okay? He plays play the, game. Game. <laughs> the game. So if it's on Game Pass PC, it, is that including the conversation? So Age of yep. Empires, for example, will be yep. included in the conversation. 100%. Yes. Then, then there is no doubt in my mind that the medium is getting knocked off my list. Okay. There's just what's, too much. There's just too much going on. But it's, you're saying your list. Oh, for sure. You mean, no, no. There's no your list. I mean, there technically okay. is. 
There's our what we do is well, well, what we do. Look, if you think there isn't some dumb fool that goes around, I got done on my own podcast for Resident Evil Two not being Game of the Year remake. Well, I mean, what 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 did you name Game of the Year that year? Oh, it was Amy. What was no, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't that one that year. It was. It was called. I think you sure. It was Call of Duty. You sure? Yep, it was Call of Duty. One more time. You sure? It was Call of Duty, bro. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, yeah. fair enough. This was the yeah, same yeah. year Gears 4 came out. It was Call of Duty. Yeah, Gears 4 got ruined for me as well. That left a bad yeah. taste in my and mouth. You got you took that out of the that being that high because it got ruined for you. Yeah. Spoilers, man. It should have been higher than it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, look, the, the, there's no way the medium ends up in our list at, at the end of this. I, I don't think right the well. Are we doing a top ten? Because last time we did a top five. I'm pretty sure for the my Xbox and the top uh, top whatever. We each came top in with 10, top, top ten. Top five. Okay. Top five. Oh, no, we'll we get a top out. fifteen. Medium and making it. In. We'll figure out. <laughs> we do a top twenty. Medium and getting there. So Chris, like now, now we're at this time. Yeah. When are you gonna start playing some games? That's a good question. It's a good question. And beating some games. Like, are you um, gonna play the medium? I will, yeah. Today. <laughs> Bro, yeah, I'll beat it today. How long you is the medium? You can beat it in a sitting. I beat it in a sitting. Mm, yeah, one sitting. Tell me about it. Well, first of all, Seven hours. the medium, I was going to play it and fix his response to me saying, I'm going to play it. Don't bother. Don't bother. Not <laughs> worth it. Not honestly, worth your time. Honestly, it's not. It's not actually worth your time. I'd rather you play a good game like, the Hit like Hitman or Resident Evil. Oh, play Hitman. Over I'd rather yeah. you play either of those two games over the medium. Like, 100%. 100%. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's jump into Fixer's sack this week. Oh, wait, we have no emails. Is there well, one? I mean, there were just... Is there one? But, oh, go on. But doesn't but. pertain too much to Xbox. It's a question about Nintendo. And should Nintendo be treated worse? Is it Slayer's question? Than it is? It's Slayer's Read question. Read it out. Okay, let me... Let me I got it. it. For a second. You got it? A bit more of a broader question rather than directly relating to Xbox, but do you think that there's... Uh, sorry, do you think there needs to be more industry pushback slash upheaval, fan upheaval, towards Nintendo? I compare the treatment of Nintendo and Xbox over the last generation, and from what I can see, Xbox is always criticized for certain moves, but the, uh, but the, the, but the same criticism is never leveled at Nintendo for things... Uh, like the quality of their online services. Uh, piece of fist, eh? oh, price of first party games, sorry. Timed exclusivity, Joy-Con drift, repackaging old games for higher prices, anti-content creator policies. Uh, it's almost like Nintendo get to avoid everything but sitting on the... Eh? But sitting on the corner away from Xbox and PlayStation. What? My favorite, my favorite yeah, part of, of the whole question was... Eh? 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 <laughs> Who? Eh? It's almost like Nintendo get to avoid everything it's fine, by it's fine. sitting I got, I got on it. the corner away from Xbox and PlayStation. There you go. So, I, I think they get attacked for all those things. People just keep buying the games. I was gonna, it's I'd, kind of when... Yeah, go on, please. Finish your fault. It, it's kind of when, if you think back during the Xbox One generation, people said, oh, Xbox has no games early on in the game's life, in the console lifespan. There was um, Sunset Overdrive, there was Rise, there were games that people just didn't buy and didn't care about. There were games, you just didn't support them. So 
Microsoft's not going to keep putting money to develop those games. There was way more games then than there were now in this first portion of games that came out. And maybe that's not factually yeah. correct, but it felt like it. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. It felt so like it's it. it's sort of like walking the talk. You know, you gotta if you say, oh, you want Xbox to make more games, you gotta support those if it's viable for you. And the same thing with Nintendo. Everybody talks about. Everybody complains about the fact that they're online so bad. Everybody complains about the way they treat content creators. People complain about uh, the Joy-Con drift. People complain about all these things. They just keep supporting Nintendo. And that's the difference is you just got to stop. You, I'm, that, you I'm, that, I'm that person. Yeah. I'm that person. Just yeah. want to let you all know I was uh, furious when they did their content creation thing. And then they announced Super Mario Party or whatever it's called. And I was like, ah, take my money. It's fine. The robot. Then to, I think what it comes down to in my head, I'm not talking about the drift stuff and all that stuff. And even the price of games, I don't get I don't I do not understand why people get annoyed at Nintendo being able to sell their games at full price and not having sales. That's business. If I could create mm. a product that holds its value, why would I then put it on sale all the time? I don't get it. I don't get people's thought process for this. The old people also forget that it's way more expensive to put games on cartridges, which Nintendo do, compared to putting them on discs. So there's so many more things that go into play. I think the big thing, though, which comes into my head for this, is it all comes down to nostalgia. PlayStation gets more, uh, more leeway than Xbox. Nintendo gets more leeway than Xbox because they have nostalgia. Because they've been around longer and they have IP that people know, and know and love and care about. If when we think of Xbox, people are going to mean me and be like, Blink's the time sweeper and uh, all this other stuff. But when you think Xbox, the only notable character that I think you can think of that my mum may know is Master Chief. is the helmet yep. guy. That is it. Definitely. And whether that's right, wrong, or anywhere in between, I am not saying. But what I am saying is, is that's why I think they get more leeway. It's just because people grew up with PlayStation. I grew up with PlayStation. So you don't want to critique it as much. We've seen people do get critiqued. Like Crush was saying, Nintendo get battered all the time like for certain things. It's just the fact of we go out and buy that thing still. The same thing happens with Xbox. It, we all batter Xbox, but we buy it. Like all the three of these companies that we're talking about, rest in peace to Ouya, um, all three of these companies are baking bank. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Why are you worrying about one thing being not, they get treated better than another? These are big bad boy companies. Why are we feeling bad or sad or upset or happy? Like, don't worry about it. Enjoy your video games, man. Like, that's that's where I, that's, that's where I'm at personally. Like, don't, it frustrates yeah. me, but I get it. Please. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with everything you said. I think potentially as well, your average Nintendo gamer is probably more casual than your average Xbox gamer. And I think your average Xbox gamer is still incredibly casual, and I think your average PlayStation gamer is as well. Um, uh, but slightly more so on the Nintendo side, I think probably skews younger, you know, especially with Nintendo Switch Lite and stuff coming out as like an easy way to entertain the kids or whatever. And and um, yeah, I, so I think I think probably your average Nintendo gamer is paying less attention to the industry as a whole. And so when the industry as a whole goes, oh, Nintendo are really screwing over content creators with this new policy or whatever it is. Um, they don't see that and they just buy their Mario Party and they're happy with it. Um, and so, yeah. Also, the thing I'm thinking about right now is 
you said their games are more expensive. Sony's games are seventy pound. Nintendo's yeah. are fifty. Yeah, yeah, I think he was talking about them not going on sale, which I think but, is again. It's, if every every if every game company could get away with it, they would. You, it's only Rockstar. Nintendo. It's only Nintendo. Well, GTA is always on sale. It's only Nintendo. GTA is now, but after it's, a long time. It's only yeah, Nintendo first party. Yes. yes. And you're forgetting Nintendo. I think. Don't quote me if I'm wrong, but Nintendo probably have the biggest output of first party games as well. Compared yeah. to Sony and, and Xbox. Maybe. Yeah. And I think if you look at most of their first party games, they also age the longest. Like they last the longest in terms of mm. Agreed. because they do generally go for like a more cartoony um art style, more basic yep. gameplay. So they live longer. And there's no problem with that. And clearly the general people don't have an issue with the price tag because they still sell. How many times was Mario Kart on when we used to do the stupid uh MPD? MPD. Like, how many times was MPD every how, year. How many times was Mario on there? Yeah. Every time, yep. It was all yeah. the time. So Yeah, I just I think as well. Sorry. No, please. I was gonna say they don't go on sale because you can't get them anywhere else. Like if you could get it on Steam, if you could get Mario Party on Steam, um, then the price would drive down quicker because they would rather have you buy it on Steam or Nintendo and they would compete with each other and that's how that works. Uh, but because you're locked to the Switch, if you want to buy that and play that game, um, then yeah, they can sit back and say, Well, you can't play it anywhere else legally. Um, and so yeah, they're pretty safe in that regard. I think the biggest thing we should be talking about, forget Nintendo, let's talk about Sony. How they treat their customers when it comes to double dipping on the PC market now. When you've got Xbox that will put a game out and you can buy it anywhere and get it anywhere and play it anywhere and blah, 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 and, and doing what I think is the right thing by when a customer spends their damn money. And then you've got Sony mm. out there who are... Yeah, we're going to put Days Gone out 10 years later. Hyperbole, obviously. <laughs> uh, 10 years later. And we're going to charge you 70, 60 pounds for it. Like, there's not even a, oh, you bought this on PlayStation. Here's a discount or something. Like, no, I just... It's a weird conversation to have. Yeah, it was a weird, it's a weird topic to talk about on my Xbox and me, if I'm being totally honest with you, Slayer. But uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> the bias are there, but they're there because of nostalgia. Is my be your one end all for it. We did get a couple more questions, so let me quickly read those out. This one was from Play Movies, Watch Games, uh, Pitchcast, who says, Hey guys, Ubisoft recently announced that they are continuing to support Assassin's Creed Valhalla into its second year. This got me thinking. Do you think Ubisoft will start supporting their single-player games like a live service game from now on? like how they uh, supported Rainbow Six Siege or For Honor, etc. I know games like The Division and Ghost Recon can technically be played single player, but those games are intended to play on be played online with friends. I'd like to see more single players being supported uh, fre uh, sorry, frequently post-launch instead of getting one or two DLCs and then a sequel three years later. What do you think? Hope you enjoyed E3. Best regards, Lewis. Lewis, thank you very much for the question. Crash, what do you think? Um, I think it'll be the best middle ground. I think they will do it, and it'll be the best middle ground from what they used to do with Assassin's Creed, where they used to put out game a new game every year, and a new game generally takes more production than doing an expansion, which I don't know exactly how the case will be with Valhalla, because I do know you're going to a different area, a different continent. So I don't know how much of the It's little yeah, me. I don't know how... Back from Pally. <laughs> I don't know how much of the uh, content will be based off that, but generally that's where my assumption would go is that this is an easier way for them to 
keep making money off of one game while they start to put another game into production. Um, and I think we will see this across the board where it makes sense. Like with Assassin's Creed, it makes sense for them to keep expanding that story because they can keep making up stuff and going to new places and having this character interact with new stuff, right? To bring it um, back to... I don't to, know. Sorry, to, I was going to say, to bring it back to Xbox, I think Xbox already do this and do a fantastic job of it. Stay at decay. Two, still getting content, still getting updates. And yes, can be played multiplayer, but I would consider that a single player game, especially in the way it was designed, unfortunately. Forza, Horizon, more content, single player game. Yes, it's got multiplayer in it. Um, sea of Thieves, we've just seen it with that. I think what we're going to see is games becoming, that games are the hub. And I think that's what we saw. Um, which I thought they would drop the number altogether with Horizon and just make it Forza Horizon and then just keep updating it. I was wrong. Yeah. Um, I was wrong. And we don't know what they're doing with motorsport, so wait and see with that. Um, but yeah, I, I think Xbox already do this on their service because of Game Pass. That way you don't lose the player away from, oh, they're scared of a number, which is what we've always said about Gears of War, right? If Gears goes back to just Gears, like Gears, and then they just put out the Kate expansion, the this expansion, the that expansion, the this expansion. I think you'll get a new player base come in where you see Gears 5 or 6 or whatever and people just go, nope, no thank you. And I think it's the same with Assassin's Creed. They drop the numbers. Now it's Valhalla, Odyssey, Origins. It's, do you know what I mean? Like we had that whole discussion about the games need sequels um, a couple of weeks ago. And I think this is the same thing. It's, there's enough to go around. What do you think, Matt? I don't know. I'm torn on it. I think, I think, yeah, like I agree with everything you were saying, but then I think about stuff like FIFA, right? And people have been screaming for FIFA to become like a service game for no. so long, right? And just update. No, you guys have been that. I disagree with this, and I don't. Maybe I'm not. I'm not talking for the whole of the FIFA community, right? But outside casuals want it to become okay, a game as a service. From my experience, and please, if you're someone who who plays games. FIFA or Madden or NBA 2K, if you play those games hardcore, let me know. I think there needs to be a better transition, we all agree, of like, well, I'll put all this money into my ultimate team. So it, that can we make that transfer over in some way? But I think it's more the casual audience are like, oh, these games need to be games of service because they want to just pay for the update, you know? Mm. Sorry, that was it, just tangent. No, 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 yeah, it's yeah. fine, it's fine. But, but I think part of the reason that FIFA doesn't do it is that they sell crazy amounts of copies and they know that you bought last year's and you'll buy this year's. And so many people are involved in that, right? And so, yeah, like, it's great to see that a team like Ubisoft, as big as it is, is is working on expanding Valhalla to be this, like, incredibly huge thing. Um, I'm sure there are people at Ubisoft already working on the next one, maybe even the one after that. Well, like, got, well, these games are so big. You've got to assume there's going to be a free-to-play Assassin's Creed, right? They've said that they're going to do a free-to-play, um, a free-to-play thing for everything, right? They, they've I, got. They said that most, they, or most of their big franchises are going to get free-to-play. Yeah, right? I, I assume I, that will be some sort of, if not mobile I, game, like something like that. Sorry, go on, go on yeah, crash. I, I don't know if I can see Assassin's Creed, um, even as a mobile game. They have their whole Ubisoft game because I. They've had Assassin's Creed mobile games, and I'm pretty sure they haven't done the best. Unless they do like a gotcha style game that I don't think anybody would be happy with. I wouldn't not yeah. have, uh, Ubisoft doing that. 
but that's I just what I mean. See it working with Assassin's Creed, unless they're like, well, people really enjoyed the multiplayer back in the day. We could go back to the multiplayer, make it a free to play, do some microtransactions. Hey, you want to look like Altair? You want to look like Ezio? You want to whatever it is? We can do costumes. We can do characters, and maybe go from that. But I don't know how much of a demand there is for multiplayer today. Hmm. Assassin's Creed is a really interesting one because I, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of a franchise that has run so long and changed so drastically. Like if you went back and played Assassin's Creed One now and compared it to Valhalla, like that, that is such it's a huge thing, yeah. leap. It's it's completely different thing. Um, and so, yeah, I, God knows where they're gonna go. But but Ubisoft are good at making money at the absolute very least right like they're incredible at making games as well but they are very good at making money out of those games and so i'm sure that there are people much smarter than any of us who have figured out this is the optimal time that we should support a single player game like this then we should drop the next assassin's creed and that's going to maximize the sort of money that we make from this and maximize the how long assassin's creed is in the conversation and stuff like that so um yeah, Valhalla is one of those games, though, for me, that is, I enjoyed the first, you know, 10 hours that I put into it, and then I realized, like, what am I even doing? And I'm just running from gold point to gold point, picking up treasure, and I have no idea what's going on or why I should care about any of these people, and I might, because something else comes along that I want to play. And so, um, for me, I would love to see an Assassin's Creed go back to the more old-school Two and Brotherhood style of give me a good story that I can really dig my teeth into and don't overwhelm me with stuff um but i can't see it going that way fair enough we've got one more email which is from will will says hey my xbox and me crew i wanted to say once again congrats on all the awesome a3 uh coverage and everything you guys did this past week and weekend it was great to see and you deserve all the kudos in the world for your hard work and thanks for keeping us informed of everything I wanted to pass this along for the news segment this week with a question. Why? In my opinion, Pete, Pete has zero uh, Pete has zero to apologize for in this video. Uh, love to hear your take on the whole matter this week, but I don't see why PlayStation fans can be truly mad about what Pete or Bethesda have to respond. It is why Microsoft sh uh, stroked and checked Strode to check book and bought this company. I realize it was a question and answer session with Pete Hines. Was certainly trying to do his best to be nice, but Bethesda needs to talk up their partnership with Xbox and how important it is going forward and stop apologizing for not being on other consoles. Love the pod from Will Powell. We kind of spoke about this last week and I think I just missed the email, so I wanted to, wanted to add it in here. Um, obviously, yeah, I mean, I guess... I, I don't, I personally, I, I agree with what you're saying. I just don't, after watching the video afterwards, after, because I only read the articles about it sort of thing, after, he was just answering a question and at the end of the day he was asked a question, he has to answer it. And the PR mm -hmm. thing to do and what I think Phil Spencer would have done, everybody in his position would have done was like, obviously it's a sucky situation to be in for people that only own one console who are used to buy buying their games on the other console. But, yeah, I, I don't. I I personally didn't think this was, was such a big deal. If I'm honest, um, I understand from an X points point of view of like it makes the 
the console look weak and the, the platform look weak. But at the end of the day, those players are still going to come over. If they care about Bethesda games, they're still coming, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And I think I think you're absolutely right. It was one of those things where just answering a question honestly and, and out of context written down, you could infer a different thing from it that I, I didn't necessarily think he did. And then he sort of came out later, right, and apologized and sort of clarified what he was saying. Not apologized, but clarified what he was saying. And so, um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like, I'm sure there was a PR person sat in the room that went, I oh, know, I think that'll be all right. And then somebody wrote it up in an article and, and slightly twisted it in such a way that was just a bit more negative than I think was it's meant. more it's the um, headline, right? It's the headline that gets yeah, you, which exactly. is the which is the whole Ah, oh, Pete Hines apologizes to PlayStation players. Like that headline alone exactly. is like, what? How dare he sort yeah. of thing? So it's a gotcha moment, it feels like. hundred percent Let's jump into what's been our box. Crash, what have you been playing this week? I played uh, Hive Busters. I played the Gears of War. Oh, I was meant to get yeah. that. I never did. Is it any good? It's really good. Up until the final act. The final act's really great gameplay wise as well. Yeah. Story. I don't even want to say the story dips. It's the dialogue that dips. Because other than that, dialogue's actually like at a 10 for the most of it. I think the dialogue's fantastic. Oh. I think the gameplay's fantastic. I think what they do, it's not super long. I think it took us four-ish hours to beat. Um, it's a really fun piece of content that I would recommend anybody who's a Gears of War fan play it. As I was going through, you get trophies for completing chapters and whatnot. Uh, the trophy started at only 4.80% of people having them, and they ended somewhere around like 3%. You're fired. That is criminal. You're fired. I'm fired? You're fired. Why am I fired? What happened? Trophies? Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh, I'm so done with these two, my Xbox and me audience. I'm done with them. They don't even know what the shop, achievement like system's called. We shouldn't get to 300. We don't deserve it at this point. No, you that guys don't deserve it. Not me. I deserve I it. That, I, I haven't missed a week. That, I haven't missed a week. No, I deserve 300. No, I, I meant Fix should quit as well over the uh, Xbox Series S box case scenario. That's uh, true, Fix. I think so. we're all done. I, I never claimed. I never claimed to be perfect. Us. All right, but I expect you guys to be perfect. That's the difference. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> when did I claim to be perfect? I, I, ex I expect you guys to be perfect. No, yeah. carry on, crash. Yeah, the joke. Uh, the game is the DLC is criminally under uh, underplayed, especially because you get it with Game Pass. It's not like you have to go out and buy it. Once yeah. you have it, uh, I recommend playing it if you can play it with a group of people. I think better if you can't. Still, I think it's worth playing. I think what they do for the world building. Um, and just the environments like that game is absolutely gorgeous and i think there's certain moments where you see landscapes and you're walking through certain areas in that where it looks better than it did uh it, when the original came out i really really recommend playing it i am also playing this on a series s i played the original on the xbox one so that probably has something to do with it but i'm gonna ignore that it's a really <laughs> really worthwhile experience to have fair enough matt what about you what have you been playing? uh mostly just forza horizon 4 which is awesome and far better than i ever expected to, <laughs> it to be and and, yeah. and never expected it to grab me the only reason i said last week i mentioned the only reason i downloaded it was because the forza horizon 5 trailer at e3 blew me away uh, visually and never been a big racing guy um but it's brilliant and it's 
it's clearly one of those games that 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 came out and they have kept adding to like we we talked briefly about before um but there's there's so much in it almost too much almost a bit overwhelming um but you can ignore a lot of it do you know what i mean like like tuning up your car and stuff you can ignore that the game's gonna give you the cars you need when you need them and you can just have fun and then go buy the car that you want because you want an old school mini and you want to make it look like the italian job mini which is what i did um but yeah like like it's it's accessible enough and just fun and like like this game has boss battles it has driving boss battles and they're great they're really great (laughs) it's like this is brilliant yeah so i've been having a hell of a lot of fun with that and uh that's pretty much all i've played actually i played a little bit of apex uh, a little bit of human fall flat and stuff like that on game pass but nothing nothing major i haven't played anything i played cod today i played call of duty I went back to COD back today, the, the new season. Yeah, won my first game back in, Crush. Jumped oh, nice. in, seven kill win. Woo! Are they doing that thing now where they, they, they say, hey, you haven't played for a while, so we're going to put you in a room full of bots so that you feel... The players feel were really bad. The players were really bad that I played against. Really bad. Oh, really? I didn't even pick up a loadout the whole match. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, but oh, wow. the, I know the, the, the new meta is an LMG. I think it's like the M8 something. So I bought the battle mm. pass so I could get that gun. Um, <laughs> they got um, you. They got yeah. you. Well, I already had Call of Duty points. I already had Call of Duty points. I already had Call of Duty points. You're no fix. I don't want you to ever mention that you don't like spending money on skins. I haven't spent money. I haven't spent a penny. You've, you've never spent a penny on Call of Duty. Not a single penny. No, mm-hmm. no, no cap no nothing. Now, now you want you want the information to to when I got my copy of Call of Duty from Activision, provided by Activision, I got like forty two hundred points, and I played enough that each time <laughs> I could keep moving through the battle pass. Got it. Just okay. so you're aware. Okay. Just so you're aware. All right. All right. I hear you. So, just just full full transparency. All right. Just so you're aware. Never put a penny in. Never put a penny in. But yeah, had a good time with it. I think I'm back in, to be honest with you. Um, good. I think I'm back in for for a little while. I definitely want to get that new gun. I definitely want to... Um, I definitely want to uh, get good again. I miss playing it, which was nice. It's a nice feeling mm. to miss playing it. I forget just how well Call of Duty plays. So that, that yeah. on itself is like... Oh, this is a different experience than Apex. So, yeah, I, I'm back. I'm playing. If people want to join me, uh, twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Jump in anytime I'm playing. I'm always looking for squads. Um, but, yeah, I'm uh, I'm back playing COD. So, we'll see. I'll need to do some storage management, but I'll get it back on the old Series S and jump why in. Why don't you just put it on... I don't get why you don't just put it on an external hard drive, because it's a last-gen game. And that's a really good idea. I mean, I'd <laughs> like, why yeah, don't it's you really just, good idea. all your last gen games, including Outriders and stuff like that, just stick them all on non-SSD and just your next gen only games stick on the you, SSD. You don't, you don't then get the, uh, the, 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 the benefits, no, right? The, you don't get the benefits, but you can play the I wouldn't need game. that in Warzone, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good idea, right. Fix. Thank you. Appreciate I, it. I try. I try. You guys can have fun with that. You're not coming back? You said I didn't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. Do you know what, Crash? If you promise me you'll play the other games that we've mentioned, the Hitmans, the Resident Evils, you don't have to. 
They're the two, really. I guess They're I'm coming back in, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's jump into this week's dashboard. Not much news this week, thankfully. Uh, the one one I wanted to bring up with you guys, which is uh, Sony, um, in a statement with Jim Ryan, come out and said that it, Sony wants to support cross-play more, uh, says PlayStation boss Jim Ryan. And my question for you guys is, why do you think PlayStation have changed their minds, Matt P.? money <laughs> um, <laughs> i mean if yeah i mean if they're carrying on no sorry was it was it playstation who charged fortnite for it, cr- crossplay correct yes yes exactly but another little stream of revenue why not crack on so okay i, I don't know if they're going to carry on that i don't know yeah uh, this article was written from ign uh written by adam bankhurst uh, he got the quote here which was in, in, in an interview with axions a-x-i-o-s Axos. Sure. Uh, R- Riley Clear stated, quote, we support and encourage crossplay, end quote. While also noting that crossplay currently works in games such as Fortnite, Rocket League, Call of Duty, Minecraft, and Destiny, um, the last of which is will be available soon. PlayStation doesn't plan on stopping there, and Ryan confirmed that, quote, that the numbers will continue to grow, end quote. Uh, this is welcoming uh, knowledge from Ryan, especially considering the controversy, obviously, that happened in 2018. So I don't I don't have the, the information in front of me. Um, the other quote that I have here, which is what Ryan... Ryan said he didn't want to talk about, quote, live business issues with longstanding partners, end quote, but noted, quote, our policies are consistent across all publishers, end quote. So do you think this means they're going to keep charging for crossplay, or do you think this means they're going to drop all that? It's one um, or the other, right? And one means money. I don't. No. I don't <laughs> Sorry, know because the the thing with um, Fortnite is Fortnite's an interesting situation with a game that's been out for a while, and when you are the leading console, it's kind of hard to be like, okay, yeah, we're going to let everybody play with everybody, and you can go wherever you want, right? There's a certain amount you have to be willing to like, okay, we might lose this amount of our player base, so we got to be cool with that. And when gaming's your biggest division, that's something that's kind of hard to do with like newer games that are coming out. Like we've seen games come out like brand new and they have crossplay. That's no problem. Most of the time the crossplay becomes an issue is when it's with an old game like Borderlands 3, right? And who knows like what they're dealing with and what whatever that issue is. But we see... um uh the bungee destiny 2 destiny 2 is going to be having crossplay, right there's something there games keep coming up that crossplays in the work crossplays happening new games come out and right out the gate they mention crossplay. um but rainbow Six is gonna do you think they're well. paying for that do you think the ubisoft the bungees the the big boys are having to pay for that on playstation where they're not obviously on pc and of course not on xbox as well mm. do you think this is strictly what my question I, really is for you guys is is this more PlayStation finally getting in tune with where we're at as gamers? And obviously this is something, the reason I bring this up is this is a PlayStation piece of news, but this affects us who play with just gamers yeah, in general, course. right? So do you think this is Sony finally like going, oh yeah, this looks bad from an optics point of view? Or do you think this is just a cash grab? Matt's clearly at the cash grab. <laughs> I, I think Fortnite's like, to bring up Fortnite again, Fortnite did two things. One, crossplay became a thing, and two is cross progression. I think Sony doesn't necessarily have a problem with crossplay anymore. 
And I don't think that Sony would necessarily charge everybody for crossplay because like you don't technically lose money for crossplay. When you include cross progression, it's like, oh, you can go to the, your Switch yeah. or your Xbox and then you can buy content over there. It becomes an issue because you have to remember, even with Fortnite, uh, Epic came out and said like they pay developers. Like if you're normally an Xbox player and you buy something on the iOS, Xbox still gets a cut like xbox still gets paid that's something that you have to remember sony wanted a bigger share of that for whatever reason sony sony but that is because cross progression existed not necessarily because of cross play mm. um, so i i don't i don't necessarily know the answer to this i don't know how because we've never looked at we've never seen a sony deal where only cross play is involved not yeah, yeah. Okay. it's difficult isn't it? because like you say, this quote here from Ryan says that he didn't want to talk about a live business issue with a long-standing partner, which has to be Fortnite, right? Yes, like, 100%. The issue being that they released that information, um, but noted our policies are consistent across all publishers. So to me, that says, yes, they are charging everybody. Fortnite released the information, and they're not necessarily happy about that, but that was through court and blah, blah, blah. blah. There's a whole lot of mess of moving parts with that. Mm -hmm. um, but our policies and consistent across all publishers they're still charging everybody that's what that says to yeah me. but that's that's with cross progression it's like their policies are consistent that's what he's saying for, for cross play they may not charge but for cross progression that's where the yeah. charge comes in because then they're actively losing a lion's share of their money i understand what you're saying mm -hmm. i reckon they charge of both why wouldn't you we never know we'll never know well, let's get Ryan on the podcast. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to come on an Xbox <laughs> hey, podcast and answer Xbox business podcast. questions I'm, I'm relating to money with, and crossplay. With you two Sony ponies, I'm sure it would. Sony ponies. Because I say trophy once, that's an absurd. <laughs> I dare you, sir. I dare you. <laughs> uh, next story. Portal designer Kim Swift joins Xbox. Kim Swift, uh, lead designer on Portal, has joined Xbox Game Studios to work on its publishing program. Uh, this was written by Eurogamer uh, by Tom Phillips. Xbox announced the hire today via Twitter post, which mentioned Swift's role would be uh, at sorry would be to quote accelerate our innovate innovation and collaboration with independent studios to build games for the cloud. So no new Portal game, unfortunately, but still a big piece of news in the gaming world. So, you know, had to talk about it. Didn't want no one coming for me being like, ah, you didn't speak about this. Plus, slow news week because we moved dates. Let's be totally honest. Let's sure, be totally sure, honest. sure. Yeah. Next up, reports EA Motive will revive uh, a project at EA Play. Um the question is what there's been rumors out there there's been some leaky leaks from jeff grubb and a few other people that it may be the thing that everybody wants but what do we think it will be crash i think it's the thing that everybody wants boring matt p what is the thing that everybody wants guys i mean i don't want no, it i want I, I let me make this very clear i want fight night let me make this very, very, very clear. What? Why did I say Friday Night Lights? <laughs> Friday Night Lights? I was going to say, I don't know yeah. what you're on. This one, this one. Yeah. I want Fight Night. Uh, Look, I don't care. They've already announced another boxing game, though. So that's not going to happen. Like, not EA, not but another happen. company. But I couldn't give two poops about Dead Space. Yeah, I said it. I played Dead Space. It was fine. And next gen wow. Dead Space could be amazing. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, could be amazing. I, I would have thought 
I thought you'd be well keen for that. Yeah, I'm so surprised like you don't like Dead Space. No, 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 that's not. Uh, 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 uh. You're doing what the comments uh, are doing now. Because I uh, saw people in the comments. I'll address this afterwards. Don't put words in my mouth. I never said I didn't like Dead Space. Yeah. I said I couldn't give two poops about Dead Space in comparison to Fight Did Night, especially. <laughs> okay, first of all, when you said two poops, it was just. About Dead Space, no, no fight night. Involved. I could. I'll be right. honest. I played Dead Space. I liked it. It was fine. It wasn't. It it wasn't what it, it like. People had hyped up Dead Space to me for such a long time. It was just one of those titles that uh, I missed. So when I got there, I was like, "Yeah, there's like some really cool elements here," and that's why a next gen Dead Space reboot could be epic, absolutely epic. Resident Evil Two remake. Look at that like something in that same vein but in the dead space world remember i don't care about space i like the dead part but the space part could give two poops that's my new thing crash i went on a t-shirt couldn't give two poops. poops yeah that's my new thing guys i want you all to know Got it. don't unsubscribe i'm sorry i won't say it again um <laughs> <laughs> but my yeah I, I i i never played two and i never played three i heard terrible things about three um but you both are, I assume, are extremely excited for this. We'll start with you, Matt. Like, Dead Space coming back, I assume, is a big thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm in a relatively similar boat to you. I played Dead Space 1 after the fact. Like, I didn't play it when it launched. And so I had a much more positive experience with it sounding than you did. Uh, I am much more into my sci-fi and, and space and that sort of stuff. So for me, yeah, this could be, you know, the re it should be the Resident Evil of that right like it should have that sort of cachet um i would have thought but like you say they they stumbled with three certainly um and so yeah like why not why not bring back dead space um i can't think of anything else i would rather it be um other than a new ip which i would probably rather um but but if they're gonna bring back a fan favorite i think it's got dead space written all over it, isn't it surely 100 percent, 100 percent. there's yeah. nothing else this could be um which is is a good thing. Again, I I do think I, it could be amazing. From from like a business point of view, sorry, I was gonna say like when Resident Evil Two remake came out um, and was a huge success, you'd have thought they'd be looking at Dead Space going, oh, we could do that, can we? Like that, yeah. that seems to make sense. I think, um, I, I and think so it wouldn't surprise me. I I think it's a mix of that and then also looking at like what Capcom's done with sort of bringing themselves back into Definitely. the graces of the community is like yep. they started re-releasing re new new games for some of their older franchises and they did it well and they did it justice and that got them a whole ton of favor and i think for ea it's probably a mix of that if this is the game that comes out a mix of that and then also looking at resident evil success like oh who our games are really in we have this franchise that we haven't really done with we did it on justice way back before we stopped making them we can come bring this back in pr into production and really get a good standing with our community and they've started selling single player games that have sold that well too. remember ea was on a roll of putting out single player games and they just wasn't performing and mm. that's that's the facts i, I think Things like Game Pass and EA Play and things like that are definitely helping these type of games, especially Star like Star Wars was always going to sell well, but they are seen they've seen more success in the single player world now compared to back then. So now's the perfect yep. time for a for a dead space. Obviously. Yeah, I don't I don't have that 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 level of excitement the way I would obviously with Resident Evil, but from what I played of the first game, very dark, very gritty. 
very interesting. I could totally see it working, definitely. So looking forward to playing it myself when the, if they if it does get announced. If it does get announced. Now, the next thing I want to cover, real quick, really fast, before we go on to our last news story. I got called out. Guys, oh, yep. I got called out again. Did you see this in the comments, Crash? No, I did not. So I got, called, I got called out about the PlayStation controllers that I got sent. Oh, yeah? yeah. Because on the podcast with Matt P, I, I had my little tangent about how the internet got themselves up in a tizzy about mm -hmm. how I thought it was super crazy how the entire internet exploded when PlayStation announced a black and red controller, right? Did I once then say anything about how I didn't like the look of the controllers? No, you just no. said it was an overreaction. To That's all I said, right? So why do you think, you know who you are? I'm looking at you down the barrel of the damn camera. I'm not going to name you. You know who you are. How dare you come in my YouTube comments, my Xbox and me YouTube comments, and tell me, oh, Fixer changed his tune about the controllers. No, I didn't. They were still overhyped. Do they look amazing and beautiful? Yes. But I just wanted to put that out there, yeah? Don't try to come for me. Don't try to come for not, me. Not quite as amazing and beautiful as the Potato Squad controller, right? Moving on. Last piece of news. Alan Wake Remaster and Final Fantasy VII Remake could be coming to the Epic Store. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, why on earth are you covering this? This isn't, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't the Xbox Store because this gives me That's hope. Right. It gives me oh, hope. Oh, I thought you were no. going to go the other way. I thought, yeah. I thought you were going to cry over no, this. No, 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 no. No, it gives me hope. Alan, Alan Wake is a, is a although um, they never owned Remedy, Alan Wake is associated with Xbox, right? Yep. Xbox... If if I I think in my head if these games are going to hit Epic, I pray they haven't paid for them and they're going to hit Xbox as well. That's where my head went. No, Is, yeah. am I wrong? Are, are you about to crush me? I, oh no! <laughs> crush. I think Talk them, to me. I think them, I think them going on another platform is good news. But like to your point of if it's payment, if they paid for it, if no, I hope they didn't. Okay, because so I was going to say, if they paid for it, then you'd assume that at this point, Microsoft would have just paid whatever it is to get the titles on the platform. Yeah, no, I hope Epic haven't so paid them. So so for those wondering how this information has come out, Epic Game Store back at data suggests that PC storefronts will get Final Fantasy VII and an Alan Wake, Alan Wake remaster. Uh, this was posted by Gaming Leak and Rumors subreddit, Asleep Entrepreneur 73 and Aware Replacement 158, both reported leaks coming from the Epic Data website, which tracks updates to the Epic Games Store. So that's why this information has come out. I just hope that this means they're going to make their way to Xbox as well, obviously. And that's why I wanted to cover it because, guys, those you people that haven't had a chance to play Final Fantasy Remake, I can't wait for it. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing for you guys, I promise. I promise. Some of you are going to hate me for making that promise, but I... They're, really they're loved playing, it. Like, this is the game fix talking This was about. it. This, this was is it. what it is. This was the one. I loved it personally. That's kind of the way I felt about it when I tried it. <clears throat> uh, but I think this is going to be 
uh, we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake coming to Xbox for years. I think this is going to become a meme. It's never going to happen, and it's going to drag out forever. You know, you know what, Matt? You're just a party pooper, and you don't. I don't like you. Not. I don't give two poops about this, Matt P. Which 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 side is Matt P? To me, where where is he? <laughs> he's on my right. So he's your that way. No, other way, other way, other way. Turn, turn, turn. There. Oh, you don't want to look at him, or you want to look at him? Yeah, I don't want to look at him. You don't. Oh, that way, that way, that way. Other way, other way, other way. My bad. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. There you go. My bad. My bad. Aren't you glad that you downloaded this audio podcast this week with all these visual gags? We bring you. We bring you. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, me too. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you get your Final Fantasy VII remake on Xbox. I just think if it hasn't happened yet. What was it exclusive for a year? Yeah, yeah, but but then, then it wasn't. Came out. No, yeah, it, then, it's, it, then the integrated came out, which was six months. You know okay. nothing, Matt P. Get out of here. Damn. Damn. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? Uh, this supposed to be a, like a good ending story. It was. Perfect. It was, but apparently not. You know? Oh, sorry. Just, let everything sorry. burn. I give up. Uh, let's <laughs> plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here, lads. Uh, Matt P., what you got to plug this week? Uh, nothing. Nothing at all. Wow, no TikTok, no, well, you, no you, well, YouTube, I mean, look, no, you, no nothing. You you can and should follow the My Xbox and Me TikTok. I didn't put out anything over the last week, so I've been in you know, a holiday. Busy. And then, uh, busy, 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 busy. I've been a busy boy, been a busy boy, but um, I'll fix that this week, I promise. Don't worry about it, don't stress, don't stress. Crush, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me at Twitter, at Place. Also, I've mentioned this before, but I feel like... I should re-mention it this week. If you guys can, go to the iTunes podcast, leave a review, leave words in your review. Don't do one of the no words reviews, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Leave some words in there. Go to the YouTube page, subscribe, put on the playlist. You can mute it. You don't have to watch the podcast, but let the podcast play. Leave a random comment. Just say potato gang. It doesn't matter if it's relevant to the podcast. We'll think it's relevant. We'll be happy we know. with ourselves. We know. Yeah. yeah, we know. That's uh, that's all you got to do, you know. Mm. You was going to say something. Like Go on. I like it. Uh, I was going to say, uh, if it, I was going to introduce a little challenge uh, that if you are going to leave an iTunes review, do it only using voice dictation. And uh, if it doesn't make any sense because your voice dictation app of choice is rubbish, then uh, that's fine. I just want to see a little gibberish in there. Words but not sentences as Crash wanted. Okay. You can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. Um, thank you all for watching as per usual. Hope the audio is better this week. Hope the visuals are better. Hope everything's up on time. And until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Good boys. Goodbye.